Hi, and welcome to Foul Puck, a podcast about sports ball for the rest of us. Unlike other sports ball podcasts, we talk about sports without assuming you know everything there is to know about non-contact hockey or Hank Aaron. <laughs> I am your host today. I'm Rebecca. Uh, I am your hockey enthusiast, and I- I'm going to borrow Nancy's phrase from last year. I am last year, last <laughs> week. I am very enthusiastic about hockey right now. Yay, uh, and yay. I'm I'm joined by my my colleagues on the left coast, Rachel. Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm your uh, baseball guru currently in the off season. And Nancy. I'm Nancy. I'm your basketball enthusiast, and I'm also pretty enthusiastic about basketball right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. This is I a, know. I was I was listening to a, an old episode today to do the the Instagram preview, and it started out with talking about talking to the saddest person on the zoom (laughs) because it was because it was during playoffs and there was a lot of sadness during the past playoffs yeah yeah also in general it was hard to be enthusiastic about uh, a lot of what was going on well yeah that's in 2020 so yeah that's a real good point yep yeah and this was an episode from back in september so yeah Mm, yep Mm -hmm. okay lots going on yeah well, so right now, um, I know at least a couple of us have been watching the National Women's Hockey League um, season. Hell yeah, it's we almost have. like preseason, except there is no preseason. It's just <laughs> regular games that they get to play a few of, and then they go right into playoffs. Nancy, you were watching today. Yep, I've been watching today, watching the uh, Boston Pride versus the Minnesota Whitecaps, because the Whitecaps are, quote-unquote, my team now. Mm-hmm. And last I checked, the game they're in, they were at, like, minute eight in the third period, and the Whitecaps were up two to one, and their goalie, I want the San Jose Sharks to hire her, because, oh my gosh, they <laughs> would maybe make the playoffs if they had her as their goalie, instead of whoever the fuck they have otherwise. I mean, the fact that we don't even know who their goalie is right now... Says something about the Sharks. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, like, I would be an improvement for them right now. <laughs> but, but like, I mean, there I can is do one, the splits. Right? I'm big. <laughs> I assume there is one. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, who knows? I think, but, that it, I think it would be bigger news if the Sharks did not have a, uh, a goalie right now. Possibly. But Levier on the Minnesota Whitecaps is fucking killing it. So, yeah. <laughs> they could just hire her. That'd be great. But yeah, it's been a really fun game. I've been really enjoying watching it. But the season just started today, right? Yep. Yes. Literally okay, today. So I'm not behind. So don't, no, don't no. act like. No, your no. Game nobody, is this nobody was acting like. Yes, the whale the doesn't play until I think is right. in an hour. Yeah, 4 yeah. p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched the Riveters uh, 6 game earlier, which was really entertaining the six almost scored i mean literally mm. inches from scoring mm. when one of their forwards got like the puck was between the goalie and the goal mm. and one of the players got in there and got the puck out it had crossed the line but there was no there was no air there was no white space between the goal line and the puck which is oh, what counts okay. as a goal so interesting so there were, the that. puck was still on the line when she was like, <laughs> bam. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. 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 It was real. It was real good. It was real close. And actually, I am I think she's the one, of, of course, I should know her name, um, Kelly Babstock. She was actually the one who got traded from the Toronto Six to the Riveters ah. this year. 
Nice. Sorry, six. <laughs> That's what yeah. happens sometimes. Uh, yeah. So actually, today's kind of nice that none of none of quote our teams are playing each other. Yeah, no, yeah. it's great. I I noticed that in the lineup. I was like, this is mm-hmm. perfect. It starts with Rebecca's game. Your East Coast. Then it goes to mine. It was like early <laughs> afternoon. It was perfect. I started watching it during lunch. And then Rachel's got the final game this evening. Mm-hmm. Works out perfect. Yeah. And well, I gotta and- say, Rachel, I don't know if you've noticed, but the uh, Connecticut whale, uh, their hashtag is Hubble, W-H-U-B-B-L. Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen that. That's amazing. The <laughs> Hubble. I, 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 I thought it was Wait, so did cute. You, did you see the art that somebody drew of the whale wearing a whale yes. jersey? Yes. It's so cute. It's so <laughs> cute. There was also fan art of different penguins wearing each of the NWHL jerseys. Oh, and I did the Minnesota see that one. Whitecaps gotten a, I can never say it right, a Dealey, Adelie, Adelie penguin. It's my favorite penguin, oh. and I fuck up the name every time, but they're the cutest. Adelie. Adelie. And the yeah. Whitecaps jersey was on the Adelie penguin. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you clarified that, because when you said that a penguin was wearing it, I my brain went to the Pittsburgh penguins, and I was like... <gasps> No, I don't. I don't have wearing no, a Riveters no, jersey. Get no. out of here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cartoon penguins. Okay. Okay. Fair. I accept. Have I told you about the time that I met Adelie penguins? You have not no. told me about this. Uh, it was. Gosh, it was twelve years ago now. My mom and I actually went to Antarctica. That um, I knew. Yeah, Which is and amazing. so we. Yeah, and so we actually like walked on the land with a bunch of Adeli penguins, chin straps, and gentoos. It was really That's cool. so cool. It was really cool. Um, I think it was an Adeli who actually nipped on my mother's hand. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Like, you can't... <laughs> it's one of those situations. You can't approach the wildlife, but they can right. approach you. Right. So right. she's just sitting there, and I'm standing next to her, and we're just standing completely still, mm-hmm. not moving. <laughs> and her, her hand was up in her sleeve, and the little penguin stuck its little beak... <gasps> Up the sleeve and started pecking <laughs> on her hand. It was really that's cute. amazing. That's that's so, an acceptable kind of penguin. Speaking speaking of uh, penguin sized, in this case probably emperor penguin sized. I was reading that one of the defenders on one of the NWHL teams is four eleven, and I was like, <laughs> what does she do? Kneecap you? Like uh, yeah, what? I mean, <laughs> damn, she just sneaks under everybody else. I, I mean, I guess the low center of gravity might be a plus. But I would be worried about, like, just getting sat upon. <laughs> you know? um, so I kind of want to watch team? that. I don't. I don't. I just, like, read it in passing. It was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's reaffirming my desire to go join women's hockey and be a defender, I gotta say. <laughs> I'll have to figure that out. I want to look that up, but I may be it, kind it's going to take but me I too long. I get some, some momentum going. <laughs> It's true, you got inertia on your side. I do. That is absolutely correct. Make gravity work for me for once. (laughs) I think you also tweeted that if you played women's sports, you would shave your head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. And I would because, I mean, yeah, no. I had long hair when I played basketball in high school and it gets all sweaty and it gets in your face and your eyes and your mouth. And like, it's one thing if you're lazy like I am, but like if you're doing like actual sports, you know, like, Mm -hmm. ugh. And no. uh, helmets are not made for long hair. I can tell you no. that. Even the ones that they try to put little cutouts for no. are like half the size of my ponytail. It's yeah, it's no. ridiculous. It's, it's, well, to be no... fair, your ponytail is larger than most. Yeah, but like, 
I don't want to use the word girth, but I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just uh-huh. not wide enough for my ponytail. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, you're, uh... Your your ponytail is substantial, yes. Rachel. It's I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> and you can't put a bun under a helmet. Oh no, not at all. No, 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 no. But I just see, you know, like I see these these women, you know, like soccer seems like where it would be the least annoying, maybe. Because you don't basketball, have basketball, right? Exactly. Well, you don't in basketball either, but like you're. I guess you don't in baseball either. Yeah. Helmet? Yeah, batting helmet. Batting helmet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And catcher's helmet if you play. I guess that's true. Uh, But yeah, the helmet. But I just feel like in a a more contact sport like basketball or hockey, like your hair is just going to get yanked, you know? So like even having it tied back does not feel like enough to me. (laughs) Not to mention getting it all gross and you have to wash it all the time. Washing it all the time isn't good for it. Um, Yeah. And it's exhausting when you have long hair. Yeah, no, I would just shave my head. Yeah, Megan Rapino knows what's up. Short <laughs> hair, buddy. Well, is the way to be. Yeah, but that's not news. <laughs> no, um, fair point. Actually, one of the things you you mentioned is a good is a good segue. Um, so the NWHL rules are similar to the NCAA rules, so there is technically no contact allowed. Unlike oh, in oh, my house right. where cats show up all over the place. <laughs> they want a lot of contact. <clears throat> yes, much contact. Yeah. So um, incidental contact is okay. So like if you're, right. you know, you're allowed to like touch each other. If you run mm-hmm. into each other, nobody's going to get penalized. But right. it's not like the men's professional hockey where you can just slam the shit slam. out of each other into the boards mm-hmm. um, at any given time. Um, so... Uh, body checking of any kind results in at least a minor penalty. Um, it's up to the discretion of the referees how how bad um, and how you know not incidental the contact is. Um, you could theoretically you could get ejected from the game. Mm. Um, I haven't done enough watching of collegiate hockey to know how often that happens, but I've got to imagine it's relatively rare because if you can, so- you know. Is that true of men's collegiate hockey as well as women's? I believe so, yes. Because oh, this is this is the the NCAA rule book. Hmm. Yeah. That's fascinating. I didn't realize that was a difference between collegiate mm-hmm. and like AHL and NHL. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. something that's interesting because I was I was going through and I was reading the Wikipedia articles on some of these players. Um and you know, the the NWHL is just like a who's who of women's college hockey teams, mm-hmm. which is super yes. cool. Yes. Um, but it made me realize how divorced the uh, NHL is from collegiate hockey, it seems like, in comparison, because they have sort of their own feeder system of lots of guys who don't go to college at all, mm-hmm. right? So and I, I thought that was really interesting in comparison to, like, the NBA, mm-hmm. for example, which does pull from a lot of collegiate teams. Yeah, I I actually think that's changing in the men's hockey league. Really? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, there are, there are um, significantly more players who um, play college hockey, um, get drafted from, or they don't get don't necessarily get drafted from college teams, but get signed from college teams. Um, hmm. So so it is changing. But you're right. I mean, part of the thing with men's hockey is that there is 
a really robust minors and non-professional league system, you know, and I mean, especially in Canada where kids go live with other families for years to play for a team that's in another town. Right. Wow. And I don't, I don't think the other North American sports do that. So they, so they almost have to recruit from collegiate athletics because that's where the talent is. Um, so I do think that's changing in the um, NHL, but not there yet. Um, one of the uh, other things that I noticed immediately um, watching the, the women's game, different from the men's, is full face shields. And that's another thing that's similar to the NCAA. In collegiate hockey, you wear a full face shield, right. either the, the like full plastic or the the like grid system, almost like an umpire. Um, wow! So it's almost like a puck is flying at your face all the time, and you want to protect it. <laughs> almost, <laughs> huh? Almost, yeah. Um, and in and in um, the NHL, it's now mandatory that when you join the league now, you have a visor, so you have the right. your your eyes covered by the plastic. But they do not require full face shields. And there are still a handful of players, I want to say five or six, who don't wear a visor because they don't have to. Because the right, rule is not changed across the board. In, right? They were grandfathered in. That's so ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. Like, well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have joined the NHL if I had to wear a full face mask. Mm-hmm. So you can't mm-hmm. make me now. Like, mm-hmm. oh. Shut up. Yes. Mm. And it's not, even, it's not even a full face mask for these guys. It's just the visor. Like the only time you see an NHLer wearing a full face mask is when they're recovering from like Jimmy Vesey shoving his tooth through the through the through his bottom lip, or like Zach Aston Reese when he got his jaw dislocated. That's the only time, and frankly, for me, that's an indication that they probably shouldn't be playing. But that's another thing entirely. Yeah, I can only (laughs) assume that NHL players just hate their teeth in general and want them gone as soon as possible. It does seem to be the truth. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that makes me think that the um, NWHA, yeah, NWHL. HL. <laughs> um, I think I was, yeah. Um, you were halfway that spelling the, whale there, so I think that's. It could have been that, yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, on ice officials are wearing masks. Yes, I, I noticed that. Which I is that was really interesting. I mean, it, it's a really clear signal to me that this league values player safety, which is not something that I'm used to seeing in, in And here hockey. you're talking like mouth and nose masks, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, that's it's entirely COVID related, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the point. Right. Right. The, the officials on ice in the NHL aren't wearing masks. The players aren't wearing masks, of course. The coaching staff is, and the you know trainers and stuff behind the scenes are wearing masks. But it was just interesting to see the the refs um, and the officials doing that in the NWHL games. The officials for the NWHL, as for the uh, WNBA, are also all women, which mm-hmm. I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is cool. And I got to say, one of the things, and I think I said this last week too, but it's still true, that really is delighting me about this is how 
supportive the other sports are being of the NWHL. So like the WNBA, the National Women's Soccer League, the NBA, the baseball teams, like they are all like, obviously the women's sports are all in, but a, sh a surprisingly large amount of men's sports players and sports teams have like also mm -hmm. been doing social media publicity, getting their players quote unquote in the, in the stands, you know, <laughs> obviously their cutouts. But I, I think that's really cool. And I feel like, and, and it's one of those things where it's hard to be like, is this new or is this not, or am I just new to this right. fandom as it were? I think it's, a but I think about. it's, I think it's a little bit of both. I feel like what I'm seeing online is saying that this is at a new level. Um, and I think that's super cool. Hi, Matilda. Is Matilda okay? She's just shouting. It's just for afternoon shouting. <laughs> Hello. I mean, I, I get it. I did mine before the recording. <laughs> that's good. You got it all out. Yeah. No. No, Kyle's upstairs doing D and D, and I'm in here doing this, and nobody's paying attention to the cat. <laughs> Is she like locked in a different room, or could she come sit with no. you? No, I didn't she think just so. Wanders around screaming. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. that's fair. I get it. Listen, we all thing. have to wander with a good scream every once in a while. <laughs> it's healthy. It's yeah. healthy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to your point, Nancy, I have—I don't think I've seen anything from the NHL, but I have seen a number of the teams, prom a number of the NHL teams individually mm -hmm. promoting um, the NWHL and the the season starting yeah. today, which which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, it helps that the teams that I've seen promoting them haven't been playing today, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good day for, so I was having, I was thinking um, this morning about how the day that the, I think it was the day that the WNBA came back over the summer was also the day of like one of the NWSL, either like the semifinals or the finals, I don't remember which. And it was like, I had like three games in a row and today is like, that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch hockey. <laughs> and then the Warriors are playing the Jazz tonight. And, like, just go hockey, hockey, mm -hmm. basketball. Like, it's real good. Mm -hmm. Real happy. About. And mm -hmm. the U.S. National Women's Soccer Team is playing today. So, like, I could throw some soccer in there if I really wanted to. I think I may have missed it. But, yeah. Are you not, yeah. a, are you not a two games at once person? <laughs> uh, I have tried it. It's a little bit overstimulating for me like I was I, oh it's not I, good I for your mental health brain thing or what but like I was watching so the NWHL is streaming on Twitch and I'm so old I had to like google how to hide the chat section on Twitch because I was like I can't it's just like continually updating yeah it's, it's hard just, to I watch can't. yeah yeah like I love seeing what the other fans are saying, but I also then do not see the game at all. All I just yeah. see is just comment, comment, yeah. comment, comment, comment. So it is easy to minimize, though. Yes, fortunately, <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> but yeah, it was like I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, it's a little it's easier to multitask when one of them's a baseball game because you've got like 60 seconds between pitches to check That's in with the true. other <laughs> team. That's true. It's a little harder game. with like basketball and soccer or like yeah. basketball and hockey. Yeah, there's a lot of movement happening. Yes. <laughs> it's It can be easy with um, hockey and football as well. 
Oh, I could see that. Yeah. You know, during a drive in football, you want to pay attention to that, but there's a lot of pausing. But the rest of it, you can just ignore. Yeah. 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 Which is what we'll be doing tomorrow when the Packers play, because I have to support the Packers for Oh, the Packers are playing. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to watch that too. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah. So I've got the Packers in three hockey games tomorrow, three men's hockey games, plus however much women's hockey I can fit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You're going to have like three screens going. <laughs> no, my limit is two. I've tried. I can't do more than two. <laughs> uh, you have now, two screens and then like the audio from the third thing. Well, in the NHL app, you can do a side by side. Oh, really? Ooh, oh, that's yeah. nice. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're not here about the NHL. <laughs> not today, at least. Um. So one of the other things we wanted to talk about today was how do we pick our teams? And I know we talked last week about the fact that we have picked teams yes. for this, um, for the NWHL, but I don't think we talked about how we came a- across those choices and then in the broader scheme, how we choose teams in general. So Rachel, do you want to, do you want to talk about how you chose the whale? The whale? Pull Nancy. Uh, well, uh, I mean, it's fairly simple. <laughs> Their name <laughs> I mean, is the go whale? Go through a, a, a process involving spreadsheets and uh, detailed comparisons. They're called the whale, uh, and I think that's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, though I did think later, um, so my uh, team for WNBA uh, is the Connecticut Suns. Uh, because they used to be the Orlando, the giants. Magic's counterpart to Giants, yes. <laughs> Probably. Who's no, when in doubt, guess Giants. <laughs> uh, some other abstract noun in the, the vein of Magic. Um, but then they moved to Connecticut, and they're the only team um, owned by uh, Native Americans. Oh, that's cool. So that was pretty cool. Oh. So I find myself inadvertently repping Connecticut for some reason. That's uh, okay. Which I've only been to once, and I went crazy about it. But you know, <laughs> maybe they've cleaned up since I was there last. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's lots of good a lot stuff. Of trees. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this is a good illustration, though, Rachel, because like you know, it's one thing if you're raised with a team, right? Like if right. your family just like roots for a team like that's your team right and Mm -hmm. it's also pretty easy like if you live somewhere that has a team it's like okay like i i live in the bay area there is a basketball team i'm for the warriors like that's an easy decision right i'm gonna root for the kings or anything yeah i mean i guess you could but like why would you yeah why would you no offense to the Kings, but like, oh, no, no, full offense the to the Kings. <laughs> no, the Kings are fine. The Kings are fine. It's just the Warriors are better. But like, oh, I was full offense to the to the oh to the LA LA Kings. Kings. No, no, we're talking oh, Sacramento. The, Kings, yeah, Sacramento, who are okay. the basketball team. Okay, which would all right, be like, they can stay. They can stay. They're fine. Uh, a plausible choice if you live in the Bay Area. Sacramento's not far away. But like, so those are obvious things. But then Rachel, you've got this connection to the Connecticut team. And now that's, you know, like, f- flowing over into these other things. I've, I, there, I want to say that there's also maybe they're not Connecticut 
Um, but there's a Northeastern women's soccer team, and it makes me wonder if you want to pick them up as well as the Orlando <laughs> Pride. <laughs> well, but My I've got to imagine team. that, like, I've got to imagine that if the the Connecticut whale were, like, the Chicago whale, you'd still be rooting for them because because it's about the fact that it's the whale and not the fact that it's Connecticut. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes, in this case, I chose solely based on the name of the team. Okay. And it's such a cute logo, too. Singular status. <laughs> um, so theicegarden.com is a is a um, whole, like, site dedicated to women's hockey news um, and analysis. And they actually have, from earlier this month, a quick little flowchart of how to pick which NWHL team to support. Oh, oh nice. And, and the simplest one is actually the whale. Um, it's how important is it to you to win games? And the answer is, what kind of question is that? Winning is the whole point of playing. And then how do you feel about seeing your players in the penalty box? Stay out of the box, please. If those are your your <laughs> choices, you root for the whale. Okay. All right. Yeah. And if I have to say, if I followed this thing, I would not be rooting for the Riveters. Who would you be rooting for? I don't know. I can't answer it honestly because I... Because I looked at the answers, oh. like I, I read it from the bottom up instead of the top down. Oh, 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 oh. So I, I don't what know. Well, you should give it garden? to us. You should, you should read it, read it to us. Because I don't. It's, I it's hard to read it as oh, okay, a okay. since it's like a flow chart. But okay, I'll, I'll put it in the chat here, um, and then we can post it on the nice uh, okay. Twitter account. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. okay, so you're for the Riveters, but this is a local team yes. situation for you, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing for me. Typically speaking, I will go for local. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I grew up um, in Pennsylvania, which is why I'm predominantly a Flyers fan uh-huh. um, and why if I watch football, I'm an Eagles fan. Right. But I now live in the D.C. area, which is what brought the Capitals into it. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you know that story. <laughs> Well, I do. And I mean, we did talk about this a little bit in our very first episode, I think. But mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where, I, you know, I feel like the, the interesting thing about picking teams is that the calculus is very different depending on the situation, right? So, yeah. like, if there hadn't been a quote-unquote local team for you, yeah. how would you, like, what would you have gone to next? Like, which of these right. teams would you pick next? Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a good question. I'd probably I'd probably look at this uh, flowchart to see if there was something that I can. Yeah. Um, well, I gotta I gotta correct you on that, Rebecca, because uh, the winning is the whole point of playing and stay out of the box, please. That leads to the Minnesota Waves, Whitecaps. Oh, Whitecaps. That's the right. Whitecaps. The Whitecaps. You're right. You're right. I just completely flip flopped their um, logos in my head. I'm the one you follow if you don't care about winning. Oh, I know that. I know that feeling. You want to, you want to root for a real <laughs> underdog. Marlins I do. All over again. <laughs> I do. I I do like rooting for the underdog, which you know, when it comes to winning, is not always the you know the best combination. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't mind. What about you, Nancy? Well, so this one was a tough one for me. Um, because, I mean, local is the first obvious choice, and there is no local National Women's Hockey League team at all. There's nothing even close. Like, Minnesota's the furthest west 
Um, you know, so for me, it's like, okay, is there anything where I live now? No. Is there anything where I have lived? So that would be Utah or Illinois. No. Um, this is where I end up in complicated, uh, situations about whether or not to root for Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) But there's not even a Chicago NWHL team. Oh, no, there isn't. Wow. No, there's not. Uh, but, but then Minnesota, I was like, okay, um, I have family from Minnesota. My, my dad's mom was, you know, from, from Minneapolis. Uh, and it's, you know, that's, it's close-ish to <laughs> Illinois. Um, it's the furthest West team. Uh, so yeah, so that was the entirety of, uh, my decision for the, for the Minnesota Whitecaps. And I gotta say, I'm pretty happy with it. Cause then I went and read up on the team and it turns out they're actually like really pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, they were finalists last year at the Isabel cup, which is the NWHL's, you know, version of the Stanley cup did not happen last year, but it would have been between the Boston pride and the Minnesota Whitecaps. Um, so they're a good team. They have some good players. Uh, I like what I was reading about them. You know, if I had gone in and like not enjoyed watching their games, it's possible I would have switched my allegiance mm-hmm. to somebody else. Cause I, you know, like I'm, they're not the local team. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, a family team or something like that. And so this is the one I think where it's been sort of the most arbitrary for me, where it's just mm-hmm. like, well, the miracle, the Orlando miracle these guys. Sorry. Oh, is Continue. that what they were? The magic and the miracle. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Okay. All right. But, but soccer was a little bit the same way, right? Like the national women's soccer league, you know, Rachel, you have an Orlando team, mm-hmm. the Orlando pride. There is a, I can't well, the women, the name. women is the, isn't it the pride? No, is it? I think it is. Okay, yeah, the women's is the pride, the um, men's is just Orlando City Soccer or something. Oh, I get that okay, all right. Mixed up. And Rebecca, there's a Washington team, and I can't think of their name now. It's not the Mystics, that's the basketball team. Um, yeah, I just, I haven't been able to pick up soccer. That's fair, that's fair. But, like, <laughs> if you were going to, again, right. you have another, you know. Right. Well, but there's no, until, you know, two years from now, there's no local women's soccer team team either so then it's like okay who'd and so then my choices are sort of seattle uh chicago again which gives me complicated complicated (laughs) feelings portland or la and i've mostly ended up rooting for portland and then sometimes seattle um but it's it's that same sort of calculus of like I liked the Portland Thorns name and logo and I liked some of their players and Seattle mm-hmm. was uh, you know our friend Mandy is Mandy's team so like I've got some adjacent loyalty to them mm-hmm. because of her L A is the same sort of compl- complicated calculus as Chicago where it's like <laughs> they share the state but mm-hmm. <laughs> well um, well you yeah. know so as a as an Eagles fan. I grew up hating the Dallas Cowboys because we were always right. in the same conference. And, well, I mean, I think a lot of people hated the Cowboys. Yes. So it was <laughs> actually a very difficult transition to then like and root for Dallas a Dallas football or uh, Dallas hockey team. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. And and to this day, I talked to my mom about it. And she's like, no, I can't. Just I can't. I will watch the Caps and the Flyers. I can't. <laughs> so remind like, us how that it. happened your transition to liking the stars 
Was it former players from so, other teams? Well, so um, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, about how we kind of approach sports similarly to to our experience with fandom, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you can get into a fandom because your friends are in it and they're like, yeah, these characters and this experience. And, and really, that's how I got into the stars, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so people I know were talking about Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn and putting clips up of the chemistry the two of those guys had on the ice and like the incredible plays that they would make. And it just sucked me in. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's a funny thing that I think we see this or I see it on my my timeline. Every once in a while, somebody will say, OK, I want to get into X sport. What team should I what team should I root mm-hmm. for? Mm-hmm. And it's almost never geographic based. It's almost, <laughs> well, my favorite player on this team has a cat. And this Liam Hendrix, right? And and the coach on this team used to do X, Y, and Z. And so it's almost always people based mm-hmm. rather than place based, which yeah. is I think is probably atypical for most like sports fans out in the world. Um but I like our little world of fandom where it's based on something else. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have experienced that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think for me the closest one to that is is soccer because I primarily got interested in it because of coworkers who were into the formerly Seattle Reign, now the OL Reign, and then Mandy, who's also an, mm-hmm. an OL Reign fan. And so I knew... Megan Rapino and Jess Fishlock and a few other players long before I'd ever watched any of the games. Um, and I wouldn't necessarily call, I wouldn't say that I have a, a team in the National Women's Soccer League. Um, I have watched more U.S. National Women's team games than I have an individual team. But if I were, if, if I, if I'm picking, I pick them and the Portland Thorns. And like, those are my, my two teams, I guess, for, for soccer. And it was that sort of like hearing about the players and hearing about how great the games were and how awesome the fans were and all of that, um, that definitely did that for me. Um, I do think at least for me, you know, growing up a jazz, a Utah jazz fan in basketball in the nineties did sort of cement the, the locale approach a little bit more for me and then living in the bay area where it's like we do have the a's and we have the warriors and i really care about football and fuck the raiders but 49ers (laughs) okay um and then if i watched men's soccer at all there's the san jose earthquakes who get kudos for their name alone um, (laughs) because that's fun uh now is it the earthquakes or is it the earthquake the earthquakes, I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's plural. Um, but, but yeah, so I think I kind of split the difference there. It's like, okay, the, the local, local team, if it's a good one that I like that has a good time, because uh, that's maybe the most important thing to me. Are they having a good time? Yeah. And I enjoy when they win. I don't care if I'm backing a losing team, but like, I want, I don't do they want like it to what be they a do? slog. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that's important, definitely. Because um, the, the Marlins had that. Um, I You know, I haven't seen this new configuration very much, except for in the, the uh, 
um, postseason most recently. But um, mm-hmm. that was something I always really enjoyed about the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it reminded me of, of when I first got into baseball. I wanted to pick a Florida team, um, mm-hmm. but I had the Rays and the Marlins to pick between. And um, how I kind of inadvertently ended up making my decision was I watched both on TV, and I liked the broadcast team for the Marlins so much better. Mm-hmm. And so that, I think... That makes a difference. Yeah, it really does. Um, so I don't know. I would encourage people, if they're narrowing their scope down to uh and and unfortunately you know that can change from year to year depending on the market it sure can (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah the warriors uh broadcasting commentators have changed this year and hmm, uh it's uh there's some growing pains there yeah Mm. yeah um so the people-based thing when when a couple of the guys left the caps and joined the the avalanche that was when i got a lot heavier into the avalanche I cannot stand the commentators mm. for the Avs. Oh, so no. whenever I watch an Avs game, I watch the other team's broadcast. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because again, in the in the NHL app, you can choose to watch the home right. team or the away team's right. feed. Right. No, that um, makes total so sense. So I I cannot can not <laughs> listen to those people. It's awful. Also, the Kings broadcast terrible Hmm. terrible so what my family does for the the gator games when they play the gator games on um you know a cable network they'll usually have people wait what are the gator games not necessarily oh sorry uh florida gators (laughs) university of florida football team okay it's just so in me that it's that's fine i forget that other people don't (laughs) think the same way so uh florida gator football teams you know if they're playing them on a, a a network or cable station they're usually not having the local people um, do the broadcast. So my dad will actually tune into the radio broadcast and mm-hmm. uh, be listening to that and then watching the game. So, and yeah. there are your dad uh, well. radio apps now that let you listen to stations from all over the country. Like I, when they, yep. um, the Gator softball games were going on a couple years ago. Um, and of course I can't get them on TV out here, but I could get the radio broadcast to listen to. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I have done that with Warriors games um, when it's been a national, like a nationally televised game, because I find yeah. the NBA mm-hmm. national commentators to be not great a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then, yeah, if I can play the the radio feed instead of instead of the TV feed, it makes a difference. But it sounds like Matilda agrees with you. She does not like that broadcast team. <sighs> she is correct in all of her opinions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, she just has like some us. opinions. She does. There's some lungs on that cat. <laughs> <laughs> she She's really like does. literally two or three rooms away, and you guys are hearing her through my computer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> She's getting closer. Matilda, kitty, kitty, come here. <laughs> no. I think she is getting closer. She is getting closer. Either that or just louder. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting more pissed off that nobody's talking to her. Entirely possible. Uh. She's lamenting the shark's season so far. <laughs> Actually, by the way, I did look that up. Um, the shark's goalies are Devin Dubnik and Martin Jones. Um, oh, I think Jonesy. Martin Jones. Yeah, Jones, he was on your team last year. Devin Dubnik was on the uh, Minnesota Wild. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, Jonesy's been around for a couple of years now, but everybody pretty universally hates him, I think. 
Um, so I'm a little surprised they still haven't. But I guess because they're carrying so many high-level contracts, they can't really do anything about it right now. I don't know. I love yeah. the Sharks. I still love the Sharks, but I think they have made a series of poor decisions, and I think it's going to haunt them. We'll see if I'm wrong. So the Avs are becoming my backup team, Rebecca, and this is another <laughs> people people thing, right? Because mm-hmm. like I know that you're into them. I enjoyed them when they played the Sharks. That was a good time, mm-hmm. and also they have mm-hmm. some players that I enjoy watching. So like, mm-hmm. pretty sure they're going to be. I might end up watching more Avs this year than Sharks because they yeah, seem to be doing well. <laughs> I do know a lot yeah, of people the, who likes the who like the Avs. Yeah, so they've got and they've got good colors. They've got a good logo. Like yeah, I dig it, I dig it. and. And I mean, like, Denver is not a particularly upsetting place. Like, you know, sometimes it's just like, fuck Boston. I don't give a shit what sport it is. Fuck Boston. I mean, sorry, guys. But, um, but, like, it's Denver. It's Denver. I like the Denver Nuggets. How could you hate Denver? The Rockies, the Denver Rockies are good. Like, all the Denver sports teams are, like, legit. I enjoy them. They they can be my backup city, you know? Like, we'll go the Bay Area, Salt Lake, and then Denver is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you let me know when you want to watch an Avs game. Oh, hell yeah. And and we'll, we'll, I mean, they're playing tomorrow, I think at 7 your time. 7 p.m. my time? I I will be asleep because it's 10 p.m. my time. (laughs) seems... Yeah, well, I will take you up on that. Okay. Oh, no, they play at 8 here. That's late. That's so late. Oh, 8 there. No, 8 eight here. No, so eight 5 is here. Great. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's watch it. All right. Um, Their captain, Gabe Landeskog, was doing an in-arena interview yesterday, and the way they're doing them this year is the player is down on the ice and they get the headset with the microphone and the um, the interviewer is not standing with them. The interviewer is on a booth somewhere in the arena mm-hmm. and um, they were playing music in Gabe's headphones so he couldn't hear the announcer. He couldn't <laughs> hear the questions they were asking. His face. I mean, it. It was, he was so confused. He was trying his best. It was adorable and hilarious. <laughs> and I just, that team, uh, like, that team seems to be full of genuinely good people, which that's is one of the reasons that great. I that's think a lot of people like them. One yeah. of the things that I love about the Warriors, too, is like, you know, Steph Curry is just like a pure soul and he yeah. affects everybody around him with that. And it's great. That's really great. So I did also want to follow up and let you know that the Whitecaps held on for the win. Yay! So, so far, the Riveters and the Whitecaps have won. Boston. Yeah, exactly. Fuck Boston. <laughs> okay, so uh, the Whale has to win tonight. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all, all our teams will I think be they are favored. They are playing the Buffalo Buttes, who I think are the lowest ranked team in the league. So, so I think the Whale is favored. Well, that so doesn't mean much, the... especially with my teams, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Best of luck to them. <laughs> well, both the Whale and the Buttes are in the category of winning is fun, but not my favorite thing about watching sports. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. That's so valid. it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, did you guys have anything else you wanted to bring up today? Yeah, I did want to briefly mention... Um, oh. Because I yes. was it yesterday or the day before. I think it was uh, yesterday. But yeah, yeah, baseball lost a, a great um, Hank Aaron. 
died at the age of 86. Um, and so there's been a, an outpouring of love on social media, um, or at least recognition. Um, but I think quite a lot of love too. Um, and a, a better person, a more organized person would have put something together by now. Uh, but that is not, not podcast. me. And I didn't. Um, so I don't have, you know, a whole lot to share on his, uh, life and career at the moment. I do, you know, kind of know the basics. He, uh, got to start with the, I think we talked about the Indianapolis yeah, Clowns. Yeah, Yeah. Um, just very briefly, um, with them, I think just a season. And then, um, from there to the, to MLB and to the, uh, initially Milwaukee Braves, then the Atlanta Braves, um, spent like 21 seasons with oh, them. Hey. I think, yeah. So he had a great long career, broke all kind of records. Um, he has the most career home run records that doesn't have an asterisk by it, uh, based on Ooh. performance enhancing drugs. Oh, so, hey. <laughs> yeah. <All right>. uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um, I do think one thing that we wanted to address is a lot of, uh, commentators or, or, I don't know, sports pundits, whatever you call them, um, were kind of glossing over, uh, which is the nicest way I can say it, of his, uh, you know, the racism he faced in his career and talking about how, like, it never made him angry, it never made him militant, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as though, I don't know, it's, it's a... This is why I pre-write my segments, so I don't just sort of start rambling. Um, <laughs> but, but, like, as though it makes him better for some reason. Yeah, or that's the, you know, that's the reaction we want. We want these nice minorities mm-hmm. who are just going to sit there and, you know, mm-hmm. smile quietly while they're dumped on for their entire careers. Um, you know, but of course that wasn't true. And that, you know, he, he faced quite a lot of racism in his career and was plenty angry about it. Um, and vocal about it after he retired, too, yeah. I think, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, I would love to have more to present to you. Maybe next time There's I will get my week. stuff together. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's we're not as, as uh, you know, people are depending on us for their current events in sports. So <laughs> One hopes uh, not. Yeah, or if you are, please, please drop us a tweet and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, so hopefully I'll have a little more prepared on that. And and Nancy, I think you had a question for me about that or something you wanted yeah, so, to talk so, about. So I I was seeing quite a bit of this and I thought it was really interesting because I know next to nothing about him. Like I have name recognition in that I know that, you know, he was a famous baseball player, but that's basically it. Right. And I was seeing two things surfacing, you know, on, on in the online sphere about him. Uh, and the first I thought was really an interesting way of putting it. I saw somebody saying they were quote MLKing him mm-hmm. using that to reference like how white people like to present MLK as this very, you know, sort of toothless inspirational figure right. so that they don't have to confront their own racism at all. Right. Um, when in fact MLK was not toothless at all and <laughs> talked very directly about racism and how white people contribute to it and well originate and contribute to it and perpetuate it and all of that. Um, <clears throat> and so they were saying that people were doing this to, to Hank Aaron as well. Um, 
that they're presenting him, as you say, very much as this sort of like noble rise above it, unbothered by, you know, all the adversity thrown his way sort of Yeah, thing. not confront anybody about it and make them actually right, consider exactly. their role in it. And and thus, you know, it gives them the leave to sort of present it as, you know, well, clearly he didn't mind. It wasn't a big deal. He was right. able to just do what he did anyway, which and I think the other piece of that is that it then gives space to diminish anybody who does confront it or complain about it and mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. well, you know, these people didn't do it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we see the same thing with yeah. Jackie Robinson, too. <clears throat> so that was one piece of it. But then the other thing that I was seeing that I thought was really interesting and I had no idea was people saying he didn't like being called Hank. His name was Henry Aaron Mm -hmm. and that that was what he preferred to be called. Same as apparently, and I didn't know this either, Jackie Robinson preferred Jack. um, But Hank Mm -hmm. and Jackie were nicknames given to them sort of by their white colleagues and white managers and that gets into this very sort of like icky racist thing that you also see with with men doing to women too where mm-hmm. where yeah they i was going to say it's very patriarchal it's very patriarchal right. Yeah. right you 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 call the other person what you want to call them and also it's often a diminutive yeah. right so see all the older men who call women honey or sweetheart or girl or right. you know you have men's sports and girls' sports, right? Same. Not the same, but it's similar. And so you, instead of having Henry Aaron, you rename him as Hank. And mm-hmm. instead of having Jack Robinson, you rename him as Jackie. Um, so, but I, I don't know anything about it. I didn't, like, have time to look it up and, and look into it any further than that. But I thought it was really interesting that people were calling that out. Yeah. Um, and I can't speak to it too much because I, you know, I did just do some brief research. And mm-hmm. because that came up and the good and bad thing about social media is is sometimes the most recent thing is the only thing yes. you can find with a quick, mm. quick search. Um, but I did find some information from his a 1974 biography of Hank Aaron um, that up until uh, the he started in the the. MLB in uh, 1954, um, known to family and friends primarily as Henry. And it was, in fact, the Milwaukee Braves public relations director who Mm. um, nicknamed him Hank. uh, Says, in order to suggest more accessibility, which I think Mm. is interesting. What? Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure what the writer means by that. But observing his, it said, observing Aaron's quiet, reserved nature began referring to him publicly as Hank in order to suggest more accessibility. The nickname quickly gained currency, but Henry continued to be cited frequently in the media, both sometimes appearing in the same article, and Aaron would answer to either one. During his rookie year, his other well-known nicknames, Hammer and Hank by teammates, and Bad Henry by opposing pitchers are reported to have arisen. I like Hammer. Hammer and Hank. Yeah, that one stuck. Um, Oh, oh, I thought you were saying Hammer and Hank. Oh, no. Hammer and Hank. Hank who hammers. Yes. Hammer and Hank. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I do. I wonder, just reading that made me think of like, how often that happens. Um, it is also kind of a paternalistic thing, but like, management to teammates, like we need mm-hmm. to make this person mm-hmm. more accessible in the press, we need to make them seem more right. friendly. Right. You know, um, so I, I wonder if um, how often that happens within the sports world as well. I think it, yeah. not to negate the racial dimension of it, of course. But no, also, no, no, totally. Um, yeah. You know, I, I wonder how how common that is just in general. 
Well, I think it, I think it leads to a good point that we frequently forget that these are all businesses, right? Yeah. So every team is a product. And mm-hmm. sadly, in our, you know, in our capitalistic society, that means every player is a product. And mm-hmm. so they're, they're meant to be bought and sold. And mm-hmm. so that's why you make something more marketable. Because, you know, if you can sell more Hank Aaron jerseys than Henry Aaron, it mm-hmm. means more money for the team and, you know, et cetera, mm-hmm. and more viewers and whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. which feels gross. I have a funny name story from this week that goes the other way. Okay, okay shoot. So yes, bring it back up. <laughs> I'll bring I'll bring us back up. So Steph Curry. Uh huh. Stefan is his middle name. Oh yes, I learned that this week. Yes, you did. Uh, so there is a uh, sports journalist, Marcus Thompson, who is a terrific writer and knows Steph well. Has covered him for years and years and years. I mean, I don't know that Marcus would say he and Steph are friends because you know media and players like it's not that kind of relationship right but it only happens in fiction right (laughs) they're familiar you know they've known each other a long time they're comfortable together um for whatever reason and i don't know why uh at a uh post game presser uh marcus thompson decided to call steph by his first name which is wardell (laughs) And Steph's facial reaction thus became a meme. <laughs> oh. Because the face he makes is pretty good. <laughs> and the thing that first brought it to my attention was a whole bunch of people online, first of all, who didn't know that that's actually is Steph's name, His name. going how dumb is this reporter that he doesn't know Steph Curry's name? Steph Curry's one of the smart, you know, most popular players around. And then a whole second wave of, of people who like knew slightly more than the first wave going, you, uh, how dare this guy pull out Steph's first name? He hates that, you know? And it's like, if you actually know yeah. <laughs> what's going on here, it's really, really funny. Uh, but yeah, if you want to Google uh, Steph's I, face. I am looking at his face right now. That's a good face. <laughs> it's, it's a, a pretty epic eye roll. Um, yeah, the reporter's lucky that uh, Steph's not one to uh, flip the bird too often. Yeah, that, no. Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> if ever. Yeah. No. But it just, it made me giggle. <laughs> and I have no idea what, like, there must be a, well, there, there doesn't have to be a story there. Maybe Marcus just took, like, you know, a wild hair or something. But it just made me laugh. Because, yes, Wardell, Stephen Curry. I yeah. don't think he's a junior. Wardell is his father's name. His father is Del Curry. But, uh, he's the second. Is he Is he the second? Okay. He's not junior. He's the second. He's the second. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his son is not Wardell Curry. <laughs> <laughs> so that may alone tell us what he thinks uh-huh. of his uh, given well, name. My, one of his kids is Canon W. Jack Curry. So mm-hmm. that might be the Wardell in there. I suppose. Mm-hmm. I suppose that could be. But yeah, it's not his first name. Yeah. Yeah. His daughters are amazingly cute. They are Ryan and Riley. Riley. Yeah. Oh, they are freaking adorable. And when they won their first championship, uh, Riley is the older one. And she was like two and a half, three. 
and she literally stole the mic and was like, <laughs> oh. during the post championship presser and was like singing a little song into it. Oh, no. <laughs> it was that's great. So cute. It was adorable. It was oh. really, really good. So that's my good name story. I love week. it. I love it. And it's a great thing yep. to end on. Yeah. Um, especially <laughs> given that it is 703 on the East Coast. Ah, and I, I need to game. run downstairs for the mm-hmm. Flyers game. Now it's I mean it's okay because you know it's on it's on NBC Sports, which means there's gonna be a lot of talky talk and whatnot before mm-hmm. the puck actually drops. Mm-hmm. Um so thank you once again for joining us. Um if you'd like to find us on the socials, we are at foulpuckpodcast at gmail, foulpuckpodcast on Instagram, foulpuckpod on Twitter. And our website is foulpuckpodcast.net. Great. Rachel. And I would like to, yes, I would like to thank Joe for doing our editing and uh, Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com for our music. And I would like to encourage you all to tell your friends about us, to tell your family about us, to tell strangers on the street or, well, maybe don't get well, too close to them, but you could like hold up a sign yeah. that says <laughs> foul puck. Um, spread the word and give us five star ratings on Whatever listening platform you prefer, tweet about us. Go find us on Twitter. We're pretty funny, actually. Um, and and you get to play the fun guessing game of who's tweeting right now. <laughs> uh, it's very yeah, true. It is very true. Could be any of us at any time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time on Foul Puck. <laughs>